All right, guys, let's face it. This place is weird, right? I mean, it is. Like, like we, we do weird things in church. We do. And, um, and, and it's crazy because we just do stuff in church that you don't do any other place in life. And, and we don't tell you why. We just do it and we expect you to like catch, catch on. Like, oh, well, we'll, we'll figure, why, why do we sing? Right? Why, do we, why do we do stuff? And so as Pastor John and I sat down at the end of last year, we began to pray about our discipleship strategy for this year. One of the things we realized is that, guys, roughly we have doubled in attendance since we've moved here. And we've also doubled in diversity. And I don't just mean the color of our skin, uh, our financial background, uh, where we live. I, I mean, like, where people come from, their knowledge of God. We have people every week that walk through the doors, and they have, they've been following Jesus for, you know, 40, 50 years. And we have people that walk through the doors, and they've never been to church before. And that kind of diversity uh, means that we need to do some things when it comes to teaching. And one of the things I was really impressed by the Holy Spirit we need to do is we need to talk about why we do what we do, right? Why does God command us to sing or to pray or to study or to give? And, and so over the next eight weeks, that's what I'm going to talk about with you is why, the why behind what we do in church. And, and I am pumped to do it. Uh, but first, you're going to need some things. So uh, if you have a Bible, I'm going to ask you to open it up to Psalm 47. Uh, Psalm 47 is where we're going to be this morning. And also, uh, we're going to ask you kind of unapologetically here, you'll see people do it, uh, we want you to take notes. So if you did not get a hard copy of the bulletin when you came in, um, that's okay. I personally don't like to use the hard copy. I like the digital notes. And so same way we did the offering, we're going to ask you to open up your camera app on your phone, point at this QR code, download our digital notes. Um, we've got some cool things in those this week. And so we're going to ask you to do that. While you do that, I'm going to pray for our time in God's Word. Uh, Father, thank you so much for loving us and allowing us to gather this morning. Father, we pray right now that you meet with us in a powerful way. Holy Spirit, you, you are the teacher of our church. You are my teacher. Uh, you're our guide. And we pray right now you'd come and teach us about Jesus from the inside out, that you would teach us why we do what we do, why we worship the way we worship God. We love you. We ask this in your holy, powerful, and precious name. Amen, amen, amen. All right, y'all got to give me some housekeeping here for a second. I'm sucking on a cough drop so that I don't cough all over this mic. There we go. We're good. Okay. Uh, guys, Psalm 47. We're going to read the whole psalm. It's just nine verses. And this is what the Word of God says. So this morning, uh, when we talk about the reason I, this morning, it's the reason I sing. Why do we sing to God? And listen to what God's word says. It says, clap your hands, all you peoples. Shout to God with a jubilant cry. For the Lord the Most High is awe-inspiring. A great king over the whole earth. He subdues people under us and nations under our feet. He chooses for us our inheritance, the pride of Jacob whom he loves. God ascends among shouts of joy. The Lord with the sound of trumpets. Sing praise to God. Sing praise. Sing praise to our king. Sing praise. Sing a song of wisdom. For God is king of the whole earth. God reigns over the nations. God is seated on his holy throne. The nobles of the peoples have assembled with the people of God of Abraham. For the leaders of the earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. And so this morning I want to talk to you about four reasons why we are called to sing to God. And here's the first, guys. We sing to God, according to this text, we sing to God because He is worthy of our praise. 
right? We sing to God because He is worthy of our praise. So I, I just want to walk you through the text that we just read. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to put the verses on the screen individually. I want to talk to you about what they mean. And so starting in verse 2, uh, here's what the Word of God it says. It says, For the Lord, the Most High, is awe-inspiring, a great king over the whole earth. So let's start with the word for uh, in Hebrew. That means because. All right? Say, so why do I sing? Well, you're about to find out. Because the command in verse 6 and 7 is sing. Sing to God. Sing to the Lord. Sing, I say. Right? So, so why do we sing? What's the reason that we sing? Well, because uh, the Lord. Now, that, that phrase in Hebrew, that is the, uh, the proper name of God, Jehovah. In other words, we sing because He's God. He's the real God. He's the true God. He's the only God. That's, that's why we sing, because he is, he is God. But this is, He's the most high. Not, not only is He God, but, but He is the most high. He is the highest. It literally means the ruler of all. Right? He's worthy. Man, he's, 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 he's exalted. It says he's awe-inspiring. It actually means to be feared or revered. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Right? It's the beginning of wisdom. It doesn't mean that you have to shake in your boots, but it means you better understand that God is all-powerful. Right? We sing to God because he's, he, he's, he's all-powerful. He made everything. He controls everything. He's worthy of everything we possess. And that says he's a great king. Great not just in magnitude, but in intensity and in importance. And he's, he's a great king over the whole earth. That's repeated in verse 7. It says we sing, verse 7, because he's king over the whole earth. That means that God rules over everything that we see and everything that we don't see. Like He rules over all of it. He's worthy of our praise. Verse 8 goes on. It says, He reigns over the nations, and He's seated on His holy throne. So not only is He ruler of all, but He is holy. That word means He is set apart. He is set apart. He's not like us. He's not tainted by sin. He is perfect. He's worthy. And then finally, in verse 9, it says, The nobles of the people have assembled with the people of the God of Abraham, for the leaders of the earth belong to God. What's that last reason there? We belong to Him. We belong to God. He made us. He's worthy of our worship. And by the way, like the whole Bible echoes that thought, that we should sing to God because He's, he's worth it. Right? Uh, Psalm 145.3, The Lord is great! And other translations say, and greatly to be praised. I like this. And he's highly, he should be highly praised. His greatness is unsearchable. You should sing to God because he's great. Psalm 95, 1 through 3. Come, let's shout joyfully to the Lord. Shout triumphantly to the rock of our salvation. Let's enter his presence with thanksgiving. Let's shout triumphantly to him in song. Why? For the Lord is a great God, a great king. He's above all gods. 1 Chronicles 16, 25. The Lord is great and highly praised. He's feared above all gods. For all the gods of the people, get this, they are worthless idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his place. And here's, here's the key. First Chronicles is saying all those little G gods, all those false gods are worthless. And the point the writer is making, but God is worthy. The first reason we sing to God is because He is worthy of our praise. All right? That's not the only reason we sing to God. We also sing to God according to our text in Psalm 47 because He commands it. 
Because he tells us to, right? That's, that's another reason, because God actually commands that we sing to him. All right, back to our text, uh, verse 6 and 7. Sing praise to God. That's a command. Sing praise. Command. Sing praise to our king. Command. Sing praise. Command. Sing song of wisdom. Command. For God is a king over the whole earth. We're commanded to sing to God. Some of you may be thinking, yeah, but that's just an Old Testament deal. Right? That's just in the Old Testament. No, it's not. Uh, Paul also commands the church to sing to God. In Colossians chapter 3, he writes this in verse 16. Let the word of Christ dwell richly among you in all wisdom and teaching and admonishing. So, so the command, let the word dwell richly among you uh, in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another. So this is how, how this happens. It goes admonishing one another through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Y'all, the Bible commands the people of God to sing to him, all right? And I know that's weird, right? Because most of you, when you try to think about your spiritual progress, you try to think, man, am I doing what God wants me to do? Singing is not on that list, right? You're like, I got to stop cussing, right? I, 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 I got to do this list. I got to think better thoughts. I got to do this. Like, I need to study my Bible. I need to pray. Do you know that part of obedience to God's word is to sing to him? It is commanded. It is literally part of our spiritual walk with him. That's crazy. But it's true. It is absolutely 100% true that part of our spiritual life is a call to sing to God. Now, if you are like me, then your brain is lighting up and you're going, why would God command that? Why would God command that I sing to him? I mean, I mean, I get it. He's worthy of it, so maybe that's just it. And he's like, everything sings to me. Like, I mean, Jesus is like, listen, if you don't cry out, the rocks will do it. Like, like everything is created to worship God. Don't get me wrong. So maybe God's just like, well, I'm worthy of it. So, but, but there's another reason. There's actually two more. And both of those reasons have to do for our good. Right? And so I believe with all my heart that God commands it because he's worthy of it, but I also believe he commands it because these next two things, right? So here's the third reason we sing. Guys, we sing to God because it helps us remember who he is and what he's done. Man, we sing to God because it helps us remember who he is and what he has done. Song music has an incredible ability to ignite and to elicit memory, okay? Song has an incredible bit ability to ignite and to elicit memory. Don't believe me? Think about those dumb jingles you can't get out of your head. Little audience participation. I'll sing part of the jingle, you fill in the blanks, okay? Ready? BK, have it your you. Man, a little louder, y'all like, rule. You hate that part, don't you? Like, ah. That's what it means if you're always going to have it your way that you rule. Okay. Uh, let's do another one, a little old school for my old school peeps. Okay, ready? Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that. There you go, right? You're welcome. Now, some of you like The Office, and you were thinking about Andy going, fancy feast. No. No, no, no. That's Erin Anderson this morning. She's like, I'm going to scream the wrong thing. It's like, thank you, Erin. Singing has this God-given ability to help us remember, to help us connect something to memory, right? And, and, and that's actually why God commands it. So I want to go back to that Colossians passage. Uh, listen, so the command, let the word of Christ dwell richly among you. 
So it, it's, what that means, when we're talking about letting the word of Christ dwell among us, we're saying, he's saying, I want you to remember the word of God. I want the word of God to be what you breathe. I, I want it to be what you breathe in. I want it to be what you breathe out. I want you to live it. I want it to be everything you are. So I want you to dwell in it. I want you to live in it. And he's like, how do you live in the word of God? How do you remember the word, right? Because we're going to go through life, and life is distracting, and it throws stuff at us. And how are we going to dwell? How are we going to live in the word of God and remember the word of God? And here's the answer. You're going to do it. You're going to have all that wisdom because you're going to teach and admonish one another through psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing to God with gratitude. You are going to remember through song. Isn't that crazy? If you don't believe that that's God's tool and God's method for remembering, Go, go look at how the children of God enter into the promised land. So the last assignment for Moses before he dies, the, the children of God are getting ready to enter the promised land in Deuteronomy 31. And God says to Moses, hey, uh, last assignment, bucko. Uh, I want you to write down a song and go teach it to Israel. He's like, song? So like the last thing they do before they cross over is they have music class, right? And so they, he teaches them a song, and God says, here's why... Uh, you're teaching it to them. You're going to teach it to them. They're going to get to the promised land. Life's going to be good. They're going to forget about me and walk away from me. But this song, their children will remember. And their children, through this song, will remember me and return to me. Isn't that crazy? The power of remembrance. I'm just going to read it to you. I'm in Deuteronomy 31, starting in verse 19. It says, Therefore, write down this song, Moses, for yourselves, and teach it to the Israelites. Have them sing it. So that this song may be a witness for me against the Israelites. When I bring them into the land, I swore to give their fathers a land flowing with milk and honey. They will eat their fill and prosper. They will turn to other gods and worship them, despising me and breaking my covenant. Verse 21. And when many troubles and afflictions come to them, this song will testify against them because their descendants will not have forgotten it. For I know what they're prone to do. Even before I bring them into the land, I swore to give them. So Moses wrote down this song on that day and taught it to the Israelites. One of the reasons that God commands us to sing is not just because he's worthy, but it's also for our benefit because song helps us remember who God is and what he's done. Which means there's just one more reason that we should sing. That's what I want to share with you finally, guys. Fourth reason we sing to God because it changes us. And we sing to God because it changes us. Y'all, singing to God has this amazing ability to connect our doctrine to our devotion, our head to our heart. Right? It has this amazing ability to connect our doctrine to our devotion, our head to our heart. Singing to God in worship has the ability to change. Singing to God in worship has the ability to change how we feel about God how we feel about ourselves and how we feel about one another. It's crazy. It really, really does. When we come into this place, sometimes we walk through these doors, if we're being honest, and we feel distant from God, right? We feel, we feel isolated from, from one another. We, we walk through the doors, sometimes we feel far away. Sometimes we walk through the doors and we feel like failures. And then we get to this place and we're forced to open our mouths and join the chorus of the piano and the guitar and the drums. And we're forced to join the chorus and sing things like, Who the sun sets free, oh, is free indeed. I'm a child of God, yes, I am. 
In my father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. Right? And I come face to face with how I feel and how I feel isolated and how I feel forgotten. And the truth is sung over me and by me and my spirit changes and my mind changes. And the lie I believed when I got out of bed and walked through those doors is broken by the truth of God's word that is sung in me. And I leave singing those words all week long. And the truth of God permeates my being. And I am different. And the devil tries to come up against me. And do you know how I fight? With song. What you sing matters. Singing to God matters. I know you may think, but it's weird, dude. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I, I, I Listen, wasn't raised in church. Wasn't. Like I drugged the church a few times. I remember, man, this is weird. I, I remember I dated a girl in high school. They, they sang. Uh, without any instruments, that was really weird. I was like, this is odd. Uh, and, and, I, and I did it, and, and uh, it was weird. And it wasn't until I got saved, and I was like, man, now I want to. But I don't love my voice. And God's like, I don't care about your voice. I care about your heart. Sing to me. It matters. It matters. Listen, y'all. God is worthy of our worship. He's worthy of our song. He commands us to sing. It helps us remember who he is and what he's done. And it changes us. It, it, it demolishes lies from the enemy, helps us think the right thing and feel the right way, which leads to right behavior. So what do we do with all these truths? I want to give you a little bit of homework this week. And um, it's going to be weird, all right? So I'm just going to tell you, embrace the weird, all right? Number one, I want to challenge you daily to practice singing, all right? Daily. Just practice. By yourself, in the shower, in the car, do not care. But, but as part of your daily devotion to God, you're like, I'm trying to read the Bible every day. It's a new year. Great. Awesome. Read the Bible. And then afterwards, put on a worship song that you like and sing. Sing it out loud. Not in your head. America's got talent. Sorry. <sighs> Ready. Uh, sing. Unleash it, let it go. Right? That's a first. Just practice it every day. Uh, number two, uh, part, of, part of the challenge this week is I want you to make a playlist of songs that speak truth over you. What do you need to hear? And I don't, I don't just, don't just copy some playlist. Not so rando playlist, okay? You make yourself a playlist. Man, here's the stuff I need to be singing. Here's the truth I need to be singing about God, about me, about who I am, about who he is about what I'm called to do, how I'm called to live. So make a playlist this week to help you remember how good God is. All right? And play it. Don't just make it. You've got to play it. That should be on there. Make, did it say make and play? Okay. It's implied. It's implied. Number three. Last. When you're here, engage emotionally in worship. All right? I know. Listen, I get it. Emotion is not everything, okay? We live in a world that has gone a little bonkers sometimes on the emotion side. And it's all emotion. It seems like doctrine's way over here, okay? But God does not call you to be emotionless. Even the early church fathers talked about 
this call to uh, emotion, right? I, I won't quote it, but Jonathan Edwards says, I, 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 at one point he says, listen, I don't even know why we would sing other than to stir our affections and our emotions. Like he, he's like, that is his quote. He's like, that's the only reason I can figure out God wanted us to sing is to stir our emotions. You are an emotional being. So it is okay in worship. Listen, it is okay in worship. It is okay in worship to raise your hand or to sing loud. It is okay to clap. It is okay to sit and pray. It is okay to cry. It is okay to get on your face. It is okay to come and pray. It is okay to ask somebody next to you to pray for you. But if you leave this place and you are not tired, then either you have failed or we have failed. Because worship is a sacrifice. It is an exercise. It is demanding something of you. If you walk into this place and through what we sing and what we preach, you don't leave a little bit exhausted, then either we've done something wrong or you've done something wrong. It costs something. You need to invest in it. You've got to give yourself to it. I'll tell you what. If I went outside and said, hey, right now, outside, everybody, 100-meter dash, let's go. I know, I've been known some of you for a while. You would be huffing and puffing, okay? If I said 400 meter, you'd be like, uh-uh, I'm out. We're not even friends anymore. <laughs> Lose my number, pastor. I said, I was joking, it's a mile. You'd look at me like, Psh, I got a gun in my truck. Don't ever say it again, I dare you. Uh, but you'd leave and you will have felt different. Be exhausted. Worship is supposed to cost us something. Okay, it should be a little exhausted. So here's what we're going to do this morning. I'm going to practice what we preach. I'm going to ask the band. They're back there somewhere or maybe they're out in the crowd. I'm going to ask them to come back up. And uh, I just, I, I want to have one more opportunity for us to sing to God. I, I want to put into practice what this is about because this matters. Because what we do here matters. Because the words that we sing matter. And so we're going to sing unto the Lord um, just one more time. We're, we're going to dim the lights again. We're going to put all the words on the screen again. But first, I'm going to pray for you. And I'm going to pray for me. And I'm going to pray that we would understand what we have just heard. And that we would internalize it. That we would make much of God this morning. Okay? Could we do that? Would you guys bow your heads with me, Father? And um, we come before you right now. And... Uh, as we, we bow, you're gonna, you're, some lights will go down. It's okay. That's, that's fine. Don't worry about that. Um, but we're going to bow. And, uh, and, and, and uh, Father, we're just going to ask right now, by your powerful spirit in this place, that you would help us internalize this, this message that we've just heard. Father, we're going to ask uh, right now, that you would teach us why this singing is so important. Some of us walk through this, these doors this morning, and really what we need to focus on, God, is this morning, in this moment, we need to focus on the fact that you're worthy of worship. Some need to focus on the fact that you command it. They haven't seen this as part of spiritual obedience, but it is. But Lord, many of us need this for us. We need to remember who you are. We need to remember who you say we are. And we need to live as those people that you declare us to be. So God, let us embrace it now. Let it mean something to us now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And I'm